find this hard to believe, but this year, celebrate 30 year, 31 years on the road, travelling around. I know some of you are thinking, hang on, he's in his late 20s. No? Uh, does anyone think that? No one, no one at all. Uh, so I'm an evangelist. I'm based in Littlehampton in Sussex, and I do comedy and magic to communicate the gospel. If you don't find it funny, it's just magic. Um, it's clearly, it's not... It's not real magic. I've had some interesting conversations with people this weekend already. It's not real magic, it's just tricks, and I use tricks to communicate the gospel. And for many years, <laughs> used to do escapology, and I used to escape from straight jackets and train, uh, chains and hang upside down from cranes and helicopters escaping from things, which is crazy because I really don't like heights. Um, so yeah, I've been everywhere once. Uh, over, over the years, rarely get invited back anywhere. Uh, <laughs> so it's lovely to be with you. Um, so as well as that, I, I do all kind of creative communication. So I've written, I think, about 17 or 18 books over the years. I've launched Sorted Magazine, a men's lifestyle magazine, wanting something good and wholesome for blokes. And just because of this seminar we're doing this afternoon, just thought I'd just mention uh, me and Becca, or rather Becca and I, and she's a real brains behind this, We've, we've just, well, we've just got the third one out. We, we do these um, family devotion books for families to sit down and, and study the Bible together, have a laugh. So each day has got uh, a Bible passage, a thought to consider, questions to get you talking, and a little simple prayer. So there's 12 weeks in each. So three months of daily devotions for little ones. So that's nine pounds. That is nine pounds. And the new one is out uh, in a couple of weeks for spring harvest. So that is me. Uh, I have... Five daughters, so I feel, feel very at home here. Uh, no testosterone at all. Uh, so I have five daughters, uh, 23, 18, 17, 16, 15. Strange names I know. Uh, so, come on, these are the gags. <laughs> so there we go. So, I thought I'd run through through some stuff, which I hope would be really helpful, because uh, I've been a dad for a number of years, but I was a single dad for five years as well. I was married with four little ones, and my missus went off with someone else, and my little ones at the time were two, five, eight, and 11, so I know what it's like to, to be a single parent for five years with no support whatsoever from church or from family. So um, I heard something, uh, a, a verse, uh, not a verse, a uh, a kind of a quote so many years ago that I've used so many times, I think I've come up with it. So uh, <laughs> if it's okay with you, I'll take the credit for this, that I think is so key when it comes to parenting. So if you're making notes, this is the crux of this afternoon's session, that children don't remember days, they remember moments. Okay? So children don't remember days, they remember moments. And as an author, as someone who communicates, I wanted, to put up, uh, I wanted to put together a talk that you will find very hard to forget. So I've come up with an acronym, okay, based on this word MOMENT. So I've got seven points, beginning with M-O-M-E-N-T-S. So that is what we're going to be doing uh, for about half an hour or so, because I've got to take my medication at quarter to four. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, do we have any parents in? Any parents? Yeah, grandparents? No, you're all too young. Never, madam. Really? Grandparent? Grandparent? Wow! I find this hard to be. It's very rude to ask a woman her age. So, uh, how much do you weigh? It's not saying, okay, fair enough. Uh, so, 61 and I have seven. 
Wow, big round of applause, big respect. Amazing, you look incredible, if you don't mind me saying so. So, anyway, stop interrupting, let's crack on. Uh, so, children don't remember days, they remember moments. So, the M of moments stands for, can anyone guess, for 50 points, my first point? M stands for? Memories. Memories, no. <laughs> Your face lit up, I've got a nice area. Milk. It's more obscure than that. Uh, so some of these are a little bit obscure, so please forgive me. But M is for modelling. Okay, We're not talking about catwalk modelling. It's modelling what we do and we say. It's role modelling. If you have children, as we all do, and grandchildren, you will know that children do not miss a thing, do they? They notice everything we do. Normally the bad stuff more than the good stuff, unfortunately. So... Let's be very, very careful what we do and what we model all the time. I had a friend, Heather, who used to come up with this little saying, because uh, I'm from Bournemouth originally, I moved to Littlehampton in Sussex, and I stayed with a pastor and his wife, uh, who had teenage kids, and a lovely little surprise, many years old, Benjamin, who was two years old. And uh, Heather, the mum, would often say to me and the teenage kids, she'd come up with this little thing, that two little ears are listening to you, two little eyes are watching everything you do and one little brain is taking it all in and it's true isn't it and I remember times when I've been driving the car and my little two-year-old as we've approached a roundabout has shouted out at the top of her voice hurry up granddad and I've no idea where she got that from um, and it's to do with integrity as well isn't it that uh, we, we are the same at home as we are in the office and the same we are at church and the same we are, we are with our friends. Being the real deal all the time. And I think part of, part of that, uh, as we're wanting to model important stuff with our kids, that, and I've got to say, hands up, I find this really hard. Admitting mistakes and saying sorry to our kids, it's tough, isn't it? Do, is it just me who struggles with that? It's tough, isn't it? I mean, my Megan is here. And uh, recently she went to Friends Fest. You know Friends Fest? This TV show that travels around. She bought this beautiful Friends Fest mug which she put in the cupboard, uh, which I knocked over and smashed. And instead of saying sorry straight away, I said, well, why did you put it there? That was a crazy, I mean, it was a stupid place to put it, if I'm honest with you. Teetering on the edge, piled on top of everything else. So I had to buy another one on eBay, and would you believe it, a week later I did the same thing again. Uh, so once again, I started to say, why did you put it there? When, when all she needed to hear first was, was I'm sorry. So let's admit mistakes and say sorry. Um, and something that I've got, you know, I'm being really honest with you girls today, it's very hard when you've got an ex to honor their mother sometimes. You, you know, it can be tough, can't it? And speak well of your ex. And it, it, you need even more grace when you have an ex-mother-in-law, uh, if you know what I'm saying. So, that is M. So M is for modelling. Let's be careful what we say and we do, because the children are watching very, very closely. So, O is for... Observation. Observation? That's a good one, no? <laughs> opportunities is a great one. The opportunities may come later. Now, I've got um, O is for one-to-one. -one because uh, who's got more than one child? More than two? More than three? More than four? 
More than five. So I win. Um, It's true, isn't it? If you have more than one child, you will see that they are all so different, aren't they? Are your kids like chalk and cheese? R5R, one is into sport, one is into drama, one is into music, they're all into very, very different things. With their emotions, I mean, for me, living with five women, it's an, it's an absolute education. Uh, our Megan explodes. So have you met Megan? Megan's walking around with Becca. She has a coat on all the time, which drives me mad. Uh, she explodes. She exploded at me yesterday when I set up my shop. Have you seen our little shop? Is that too masculine? No, thank you. She, she thought it was, and she bought lovely little fairy lights and little trees and all this little twinkly stuff. And I said, I said, Tony, you can't do that. People will think that's hilarious. My, my little wristband. You see my little wristbands, save the rubber tree? Save the rubber tree, rubber wristbands. I saw thousands every year. It's a juvenile man joke, but um, she, she wanted to shift them. She said, the women won't find that funny. You think it's hilarious, don't you? Save the rubber tree, rubber wristbands. Anyone? It's good, isn't it? She wanted to move those twinkly lights. They said no. So to make an explodes, um, our Maddie, Maddie is 17, Maddie sulks. Um, she doesn't say anything. Um, one, Emmy is super organised. Gemma's bedroom, it looked like it's been vandalised. They are all so different. So I think it's important to celebrate the differences. And uh, one of the things I try to do, I try to have dates with my girls because they're all into such different things. So with Megan, we have TV club. So there are TV programs that we love watching together and we call it TV club. With Maddie, we have uh, TBC, which of course stands for Thursday Breakfast Club. So every Thursday when she starts college at 9.30, we go out for a little greasy fry up. I mean, it's hard having to do this stuff. It really is, but... uh, (laughs) You know, it's important. Um, other, other ones are into cooking and baking and just trying to spend time with them one-on-one and you'll create memories that they will never forget, which is what this is about. Because children don't remember days, they remember moments. So let's create moments. If they're into DIY, do a DIY project together. Who loves DIY? Do you? Are you good at it? I am utterly hopeless. When it comes to DIY, it's destroy yourself when it comes to me. Uh, in fact, I heard my lovely wife, Becca, telling everyone that when it comes to DIY, I do the job of two men. And I was very flattered until I found out it was Laurel and Hardy. Um, you know, but some of the crazy times we've had doing DIY where it's gone horribly wrong, we laugh and cry and talk about it to this day. When my little Amber, who's my oldest, who's 23 now, when she was five or six, said I was a single dad, I decided to repaint our fence green. And I do love a gadget, so I got one of these amazing, have you seen these, these Ronsil Precision uh, fence spraying kits? And you put 10 litres of green Cuprinol or Ronsil in it, and you, you press a little button and you spray it, and it comes with a great big uh, guide, which being a man, you don't look at. Uh, so I pressed the button, I could hear this sort of fizzing noise, but nothing was coming out. So she said, well, why don't you turn the thing? So I turned the thing and of course 10 litres sprayed <laughs> on top of me and I started crying with laughter and I realised I was crying green tears uh, covered with 10 litres of green cuprinol. I looked like something out of the Incredible Hulk. But um, that is a memory that we created and I still have little bits of green paint on me just in case you wonder. So modelling and one-to-one. So we have another M. So children don't remember days, remember moments. The second M is for? Moments. 
No, it is for money. Because you don't need loads of dosh to create amazing moments and memories, do you? I think sometimes we think, oh, we, you know, we can't afford to take the kids to Disney World this year. You don't need loads of money to create amazing memories. Um, who's tried geocaching? Do you know what geocaching is? Isn't geocaching cool? How would you explain geocaching? It's kind of treasure hunting and it's GPS coordinates on your phone and loads of local places you can go geocaching and there's little, little boxes that you find with a little treasure and the kids love doing that. I'm very lucky, I live in Littlehampton by the seaside so we've got a beautiful beach down there, you can go fishing. Anyone try crabbing? Crabbing's cool isn't it? You have, you, have a little, you have a little bucket with water in, you have a line, a little bit of bacon, and you do that. Uh, picnics, barbecues at the beach, board games. I hate board games. People love board games. Our girls love board games. Becca's plays, uh, Becca plays board games with them. Um, movie nights are easy to do, aren't they? TV's full of good movies. Get some popcorn and hot dogs. Sleep downstairs. Creates an amazing memory that doesn't cost anything. How about sleeping in the garden? With a tent, get your tent up, yeah? It sounds crazy when you've got perfectly good beds, but it, it's something that the children remember. Yeah. It really does. Um, so that is easy. So, so money, it doesn't need loads of money to create amazing moments. So we're on to E. Halfway through. E is for, now someone's going to get this. Did I get it? You have won. What's our name? What's your What's the gym right now? Yes, you can take that home with you. You can have that. E is for encouragement. Encouragement's really important, isn't it? When you've got kids. Uh, I sometimes work. Do we have any teachers here? No shouting out. Hands up. Okay, come on. You're wasting your own time here. Hands anymore? Three, two teacher jokes in a row. You didn't appreciate them. I te we love teachers. A big round of applause for the teachers. We love teachers. I love teachers. My wife is a teacher, was a teacher. I sometimes do worry, though, there's this subliminal, subliminal message uh, when it comes to our kids that we want them to do well academically all the time. And being academic is more important than anything else. And being good academically is really important, of course it is. But we love them because we love them. And we accept them as they are. Um, and I've found when it comes to encouragement, it's very easy to compare our kids with other kids and say, why aren't you more like so-and-so? Has anyone ever had one of those crazy Christmas newsletters from, from another family whose kids are super amazing, superheroes? Listen to this from some friends in America, okay? Uh, came through a couple of Christmases ago. Dear friends and family, holiday greetings. We have had a truly wondrous year and would like to share news of our good fortune with you. This summer, I know, yes. This summer, Bob 13 hiked the entire length of the Pacific Crest Trail in his sandals while carrying three um, orphans on his back. In September, he invented a fuel injection system that will allow cars to get 500 miles per gallon. But most impressive of all, after years of intensive training, he finally learned how to put down the toilet seat. 
Margaret, 14, received national recognition for watching every programme broadcast by the Discovery Channel in 2010. In, in addition, she single-handedly saved Barnes & Noble from financial ruin with her online purchases. Uh, Lisa, 15, started the year by designing an entire line of swimwear for cats. Uh, in March, she achieved enlightenment and went to Tibet to have her coffee with a Dalai Lama. In October, movie studios went into a bidding frenzy for the rights to a best-selling coming-of-age fantasy thriller tome, Larry Otter, Prisoner of the Marshy Mallows. Um, have a lovely Christmas, yours sincerely. It doesn't really, doesn't really help, does it? Uh, don't compare your kids with other kids. Um, what else do I want to say about this? Oh yeah, the power of encouragement. Words mean so much. Let's encourage little steps. A few years ago, uh, I mean, I'm not very outdoorsy, to be honest with you. Uh, I'd much rather eat a lovely restaurant, a nice bottle of wine, than wrestling with bears and sleeping in streams. Um, but I, I went, I'm a very proud ambassador for Compassion, the child sponsorship charity, and we did a, a Kilimanjaro climb. Um, and it's really crazy without it. Has anyone ever done anything like that at very high altitude? Because altitude is really weird and it affects people in crazy ways. And if you've just seen the red nose thing, how it affected people, giving them hallucinations. And do you know what? I was absolutely fine. It didn't affect me in the slightest. So I have a body that obviously is very unusual when it comes to altitudes. But what was absolutely fascinating, on the last day when you finally summit, and Kilimanjaro is at least 6,000 metres high. So when you're at the top, you're looking down, and you see all these clouds underneath you. On the final day, they wake you up at midnight, you've got a six-hour climb to the summit, it's a, and it's a mile if you went like that. Well, it's not a mile if you go like that, but it's what you have to do. You have to zigzag like that. And you think, well, why on earth are you doing that at night? And I found out if you did it in day, you'd be so disillusioned that you want to go from here to here, but you've got to go like that and take five and six hours to do it. People give up. But if you can only see a tiny way in front of you, because it's pitch black until the sun comes up at about 6am, uh, you actually do it and you made it and our team made it. So just those little steps, let's encourage those little steps. Um, what else uh, do I want to say about that? But uh, I'll tell you what, let's move on because we are running out of time. So, um, so we've got modelling, we've got one-to-one, -one, we've got money, we've got encouragement. So N of moment stands for? No. Hang on, we're doing well here, you're right. No. It's no. The, and you think, well, why, what you, why would you say no in here? But boundaries are really important with kids, aren't they? And uh, I think children really appreciate boundaries. And boundaries make children feel really secure, knowing what they can do and what they can't do. Um, and it is much easier to get respect when the children, children are younger, aren't they, than to start many, many years later. And I would say, choose your battles, but if it's a really important battle, make sure you win it. <laughs> yes? And, you, and no means no, and you, you say what you mean, and you mean what you say. And I remember many, many years ago when my little Amber, who's my oldest now, I was 23, when she was three years old, we were at Sainsbury's and she wanted something, and I said she couldn't have it, and she wanted it. And I said she couldn't have it, and uh, I was threatened her with, you know, not being able to watch Tweenies. And uh, it was a particularly good one. It was the one where Max asked Judy out. Uh, so it's very sad. You kind of really get engrossed in it yourself, and you think, well, what happened here? Uh, so she kicked off. Big. We, we never found out. Uh, 
won't come and tell me later. It's a strange relationship, wasn't it? You know what I'm talking about? Max was many, many years older. I thought he was a, a grandfather, but it is vague, isn't it? Does anyone know? Anyone know? Does anyone know what I'm talking about? No one cares. Uh, but she really wanted something, and I said, no, you're not having it. And I thought, it'd be easy to give in and go for a quiet life here. But I thought, no, this is a principle here. You're not having it. And so she kicked the whole trolley over. I had a couple of women who came and gave me very helpful advice. Uh, but <laughs> no, it was no. We never found out what happened to Max and Judy. Uh, so it is important. Okay. So, um, so no. Yeah. And as a couple, if we are a couple, we need to back each other up. If Mum has said no, don't come to Dad. He's a soft touch, or the or the other way around. So N is for no. So, we're almost there, two left. T is for? Time to work. Oh, we've got the last three right. <laughs> Just as well, we haven't got anything expensive to give away. Um, yeah, time. Time is so vital, isn't it? I mean, it's felt like Christmas was only a few weeks ago, didn't it? In two weeks, it's almost gonna be April. Where's this year gone? We've got busy lives and time goes really fast. So don't put things off, you know, tomorrow, next week, next month. Let's crack on. Um, and it's true when you speak to retired people, retired people are so busy, aren't they? You know, it's not easier when you have more time. Let's crack on now because we won't have more time as we get older. So let's make the most of time and put this into action with our kids. I have to confess once again, because I'm being very honest, when, when our kids were, were real tiddlers and you had to read them bedtime stories and there was something, you know, you're a single dad and there's the football on or something, you know, that I have skipped pages in books while reading <laughs> stories. Yes, it's easy to do, isn't it? Um, and I would just say, if you possibly can, let's, let's spend as much time with our little ones as we possibly can. It shows at school. I mean, oh, the torture of recorder concerts. <laughs> There's nothing worse than the sound of a recorder, is there? Horrendous. So sports days, concerts, create some traditions. Now my, my children mock me for being very OCD and I'm a real creature of habit, but we have traditions in our family. So uh, Paella Wednesdays. We did for months and months until my wife said, I'm really sick of this. Um, chilly Thursdays. Um, put events in your diary, sit down at our house. You know, if you have a round on a Sunday night, join us for Cheeky Sundays. This is sort of an adults only, but all our friends come over. We have Cheeky Sundays and we have a glass of lemonade and cheese and a few little drinks. Um, so sit down together and eat together if you possibly can. It's really important. And it models something, doesn't it? Over the years, we've had various waifs and strays stay with us, and, and they found that really hard to cope with sitting down. We had a friend called Mac, and you know, he was, I don't know, 17, 18 years old. He couldn't cope with sitting down with a family, because he'd never done it before. So uh, we tried to encourage him to do that with us, but he found it really hard. So I just went into the other room, and we, we had dinner together and watched a bit of telly, so that was, that was tough. Um, <laughs> but, but these things are really important to try to establish and spend time together and if you possibly can and I'm speaking to myself here turn your phone off while you're having dinner yeah. it's so easy to be distracted by texts and, and emails and, and all those sort of stuff because children will be grown up and gone before we know <laughs> it so let's make the most of it and then the, the final one this is something I'm pretty good at though I say so myself uh, the final S is for 
Of moments? Sport. Screen time. Screen time, no? Says <laughs> so you on your phone. Are you making notes? Yeah, I know. It's very hard to tell these days, isn't it? You know, you, you think, what's she looking at? They're making notes. No, S is for silly. Let's be silly. You know, I fell out with my great mate Ishmael, uh, only very, very briefly. We had a beer and, and, and uh, we were all friends again. But he used to have this thing that, that we're not called to be uh, childish, we're called to be childlike. And I was disagreed with that, because I think we're called to be childish and to be silly. And I think laughter is great medicine, isn't it? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Unless you're diabetic, and then of course uh, you will insulin. Um, <laughs> but it, you know, being silly, you, a lot of these jokes are just for me. Uh, come on. Uh, you know, having lots of laughs, you just want to be fun to be with. And, yeah. I've got to say, I probably laugh till I cry most days <laughs> over something that's happened when I look back at my life and our day. And it is easy to do silly stuff that your kids will remember forever. I mean, if you can't floss, why not learn to floss? That'll blow their minds. <laughs> Serious. Do it. I picked up from a fancy dress shop that was closing down this amazing cat outfit. And I thought, this is £10, but I'm going to have a lot of fun with this. And uh, our kids were coming home from school, and I dressed the cat in their room to scare the life out of them. And uh, they were quite late home from school that day, and they had a snack downstairs and everything. So, man, I must have lost about half a stone in, uh, in sweat. Uh, but their faces, when they came to their room, and this six foot three cat was, was there. It's a silly thing that they'll remember forever, and we laugh about it now. Um, you know, put on, a, put on a tea towel on your head at Christmas, pretend you're a shepherd from the nativity story. That's an easy thing to do. When you're telling a story, put on some silly voices if you can do accents. Um, text funny pictures. There's hilarious pictures uh, every day you can text your kids. Um, I tell you what I love doing. I learned all the words to Getting Jiggy With It by Will Smith. Yeah? And you, you don't tell them. You just wait until the song comes on. <laughs> so you're driving around. It took months for this flipping song to come on. I'm gonna learn, I'll have forgotten all the lines. And they couldn't believe it. I knew all the words to get jiggy with it. Uh, look, can anyone moonwalk? I'm not going to ask you. I can't. I'm hopeless. I'm so disorientated. Um, oh, Gangnam Style Steps. Learn that. Just some silly things that they know nothing about. And then one time in their life, normally when their friends are around, just do it. We are, I always get, get silly outfits from when we work at Spring Harvest. We often do all-age worship and a, an amazing time with hundreds of families. I got a Captain America outfit, um, a full outfit with a shield and everything. And uh, it was on a Thursday when my Amber, she was at youth group, and I said to Becca, what do you reckon, should I go and pick her up, dressed as Captain America? <laughs> and she said, no, she'll kill you, uh, which is red, red rag to a ball to me. So, of course, I went and got her. Um, I, I didn't realise we were taking her friends home as well, but <laughs> a little bit awkward. But what was even worse, a, a fight separately broke out in the street, and I would normally go and get out and get involved. Uh, but I thought, this is not going to help things. Um, so, you know, these silly, crazy things. I remember the first year um, when, uh, of, of being a single dad, and my girls were with their mum that year. So you're Christmas Day by yourself, and if you're a single parent, it's times like that are really tough, aren't they? So you had Christmas Day by yourself, but I picked them up Boxing Day, and we were going to have Christmas Day at Dad's on Boxing Day. And I thought, what can I do that can be really memorable? So I went to the hire shop and hired a snow machine for 15 quid. 
So when I went and picked them up from their mums and took them back to our house on Boxing Day, our house, the front garden, the back garden was covered in snow. And it just made Christmas for them. It cost 15 quid, a silly little thing that we talk about years on. So girls, that's kind of it really. I said half an hour, that's pretty much bang on half an hour. That children don't remember days, they remember moments. And it's pretty easier than you think to create moments. And you might think, well, you know, our kids have gone. Well, you might have grandchildren, and if you've missed it, you know, it's never too late. And we all have influence, don't we, with children, through church and youth groups and whatever, and grandchildren, children are what we know to create some amazing memories. Because I've discovered, and as I said, I'm only in my late 20s, um, <laughs> but children do forget the expensive gifts, don't they? The, the, the TVs, the Wi-Fi, the clothes. And they do remember the crazy things. That they, they remember snow at Dad's on Boxing Day. Uh, having paella every Wednesday. Dad dressing up uh, and but being really stupid. Ah, so I'd just say to you, create as many moments and as many memories as you possibly can. Because, and you will have so much fun in the process. So there we go. Thank you so much, Steve. That was excellent. Thank you. So, I'm, since, uh, listen, I'm no expert. I mean, if there's any questions or any observations or things we can help each other. Yes, we've got 10 minutes. So, if anyone's got a few questions they'd like to ask, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I wish I, I wish I could. Oh, yeah, by the way, girls, you've got to come in here because as I do comedy magic, churches hire me, I do comedy nights, alpha launches, <laughs> etc. So, I'm doing a show in here tonight. Mm -hmm. It's the same show we're doing twice. So, please don't come. Twice, just come once. <laughs> Seven forty-five and nine thirty. So, kind of a taster of what I do, and then if you want, want me to come to your church, you can get in contact. And it's great for all ages. The stuff I do is great for fives to ninety-fives, and a uh, lot of fun, a lot of crazy stuff. And I use it to communicate the gospel. You know, it's fascinating how Jesus communicated. You know, he never once preached to unbelievers, did he? He told them stories, told them parables. And half the time, he didn't explain them. So, I kind of do visual. Parables and give you a taste of what I do tonight. We're looking forward to that. Thank, Thank you. you. Rachel, did you have a question? Yeah. I'm asking you some parenting tips now, even though I know you've told us there's moments to remember, but yep. I think you might have some experience. Do you have any good hints for dealing with very competitive kids who just can't cope with one getting more attention, or how do you deal with the whole like one? Do you have to do a tick list of I've done that person one night now do, and now I'm going to do that? Or are they, what, are they sporting never... competitive or? Yeah, just they just don't like the fact they think one of them is loved more than the other, no, or they give it more time than the other one. So the one to one thing yeah. they try to do, but then it's almost like somebody's. They're keeping secret checklists, like, well, guys, you spending months with mom, yes. and yeah. I want to get mom to stay away with that person, but now I haven't had a time. Do you know a way of dealing with that, or have you got any stories? To I have the faintest idea. Any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm very competitive, and our kids are. I mean, Gemma is very good mm. academically, Megan isn't so much, Maddie is very artistic, uh, and she's doing dance and drama at college. They're just all very different. I've no idea, really. Any thoughts? Yeah. And also, you know, along, we've got four, and when we had our first, money was very 
by the time we had our youngest, you know, we were a bit more comfortably off and we were able to do things with her that we can do. It's just it's just life and they have to kind of let us suck it up. <laughs> but just it's just like so quite Trying to spend time with them individually yeah. And, yeah. and do what they want. It's, uh, you know, they're, they're all different and uh, see what they want to do. Yeah. I, mean, I only found out that Maddie wanted Thursday Breakfast Club when I heard from my ex a little while ago. She felt she wasn't so involved because she, she lives at our house most of the time, but she mm -hmm. spent time with her mum. And we were around with Meg and Gem, and they've got Becca's ex is over here. And it's life's complicated, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So I think it's just kind of readjusting as you go as well. So we love Thursday Breakfast Club, TPC, is, uh, we look forward to that. Well, I was going to say maybe you could, um, like I've just this week written, I've made a card for each of my children, I've just got two, but they're very, very different, and I do lots of one-to-one -one with each of them, but um, I have the same problem, they're ever so competitive with each other, and I've made a little card for them, and um, so they've got the same thing at the same time for once, yeah. and, and inside it says Eli is, and I've written all the lovely things I can think of about him, and then Talia is, so it's all his lovely things, it's all her lovely things, it's encouragements, um, but they've got very different encouragements, but both got the same gift yeah. of words okay. at the so same time. <laughs> and I also think being competitive is something to be celebrated, yeah. you know, it really is, you know, to spurn people on to, to be better. Anyone else? Questions? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What age are the books aimed at? Uh, the books are mainly key stage one and key stage two. So CWR who do every day. I almost said every day with Selwyn. Every day with Jesus. It was Selwyn Hughes. Stuff. <laughs> 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 we have a slip there. Uh, we're not being recorded, are we? Uh, yes, we are. So are we? <laughs> oh dear. It's here. We'll edit that. Oh man. Now you tell me. Uh, <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, so, so CWR for years have done devotions for kids and they've done them for teenagers and our teenagers love them. CWR do amazing devotions. Stuff for adults, for teenagers. But we said, how about this? For families. Yeah. So to answer your question, very much sort of 4 to 11s. The younger ones will enjoy it. They obviously won't be able to read it. So every day, as I said, is a, a little Bible passage, a thought to consider, questions to get you talking. And not being funny, but a lot of people say this is their highlight. Steve's fascinating fact. Uh, so each day there'll be a little fascinating fact. Um, yeah. And, you know, for nine quid for three months. Um, so we've got six months there. The new three months is out uh, in a couple of weeks for spring harvest. Then we're doing the final uh, lot. So we'll have a whole year. <coughs> It's really good, good for Sunday school teachers. If you're a teacher, you know, maybe some great assembly stuff in there, you know, good ideas. So check those out. I've got a few here, but on my stands, well, right, but I've got okay. some here. Great. Cool. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Okay, probably got time for one more question. Anyone's got one? Or observation, or something you've tried? Uh, just something a bit funny about when I about kids um, absorbing stuff and seeing stuff. I can't remember this, but uh, my mum learned to drive when I was about three or four. I can remember sitting in the back of the, of the, of the car when she had a driving lesson, which was in a Morris Minor, which is something years ago that was. And, um, and apparently when, they, when uh, she and my dad to go out for a bit of driving practice, which always led to a really bit of conflict. <laughs> but um, I used to sit in the back of the car shouting, press the clutch! Brilliant, brilliant. Press the clutch. Yeah, I wonder when I heard that. It's true, they soak up everything, don't they? Yeah. I've got a little, just a little quote that really affected me when I, and I tried to hold on to it, um, which is, when your child walks into the room, do you notice the speck on their T-shirt or the light in their eyes? And I think at one point, especially when they, you know, they were younger, it's all kind of, you've got to get uniform, right? You've got to make sure they're yeah. clean and smart. And actually, it's none of that is important. The important thing is to just stop and ask your child questions and connect with them in the day. And that's, that stayed with me. I think that's a really... That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrating I the good, isn't it? it yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Great. Well, thank you, girls. Enjoy the rest of the day. We'll see you in here tonight for the show. Yeah. Thank, you. thank you so much. So sounds and stretches is in here. If you're if you're doing that, you need to go out of this door again and um, sign some forms for us. But if you're not, if you could move out of the room so you can get it ready <laughs> politely. <laughs> Thank you. If you want to look at one.